Hello, hello. This is Tracy Harrell, and thank you for joining. It's Bigger Than Me. And today I am super excited to have on the show Miss Dr. Larissa Chuprina. Hello. <laughs> thank you, Larissa, for joining us. Larissa, I must say, um, is a sister of mine. You can see the similarities. This is the similarity. So Larissa has brought more books than I normally bring, or at least about an equal amount. So most of my books are to the side because Larissa is a Ph.D. She has a Ph.D. in, Educa- in education. Tell us a little bit more. You have like a triple master's, a triple majors. Yes, educational psychology, international management, and cultural studies. And so if you're wondering how Larissa's work is going to align with what we've been talking about, you know, Bigger Than Me is really about how can we help others, everyone, to be their best, to, to, to live a life of happiness and success. That, that's really what this is all about. And so we've invited Larissa because we've been talking about things like The Secrets, which is the law of attraction, right? We know that the secret simply says, you know, you get back what you put out, right? And in addition to The Secret, one of my most favorite books is by Deepak Chopra. It's called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. And he basically says it's a practical guide to the fulfillment of your dreams. And it really is. So this show is about talking about a combination of research and then stories, real-life stories, Right. It's, it's very intentional, but it's also extremely organic. Right. We're doing a combination of me living out my dream. So Oprah Winfrey, my self-proclaimed spiritual godmother, her latest book is called The Path Made Clear. It's discovering your life's direction and purpose. And so I'm doing this show because this is my purpose in life. I'm actually writing my second book. Uh, my first book was called Our Journey is called Our Journey, Our Dreams. The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. It's interesting. <laughs> and it's really, think about it. Life is a journey. We all know that. We all have dreams that we've accomplished. And if you think about the art and science of being aware and getting there, the science is all the research. The art is people are actually living lives over thousands of years, and there's some key principles that we know will help others to be successful. And then when you define success, success has a lot to do with happiness. And Larissa, you consider yourself a happiness coach. Yes. I am uh, on a journey to, to fully live this title, but I am fully living my name. Larissa means bringing joy. Oh, and you do. You do. You, you absolutely do. Let me just tell you, part of the reason I started this, this radio show and this YouTube experience is because... My journey has been so divine. Like once you connect with your life's purpose, everything that Deepak talks about, when he talks about you're experiencing miracles every day, it's so true. And I'm living that out. And even though I'm writing the second book, I'm like 95% through with book one. I actually proclaimed that, that I was 100% complete. But there's work that's still happening in here. There's work that's happening in here. So I feel like there's some additional um, words of wisdom that will be added to book number one just a bit. Those are foundational success strategies. And since my journey is still evolving, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a few extra 
editing points. As I'm writing bigger than me, there's things that we've learned. There's new discoveries about how do you become your best self? How do you live your purpose? And so for me, this show is me living my purpose. So in addition to writing the books, because I'm experiencing miracles every day, you can't really talk about or, or, or write about miracles with the level of enthusiasm that I have. So I'm doing this show because I wanted to, to, to have people like you come on and talk about your life and the fact that it is a journey. You have, you have tons of research around positive psychology, but you, you would admit you're still working on that yourself. Yes, I do. And while I achieve even something small, I would like to share with others. And what makes me happy, it's making people happy. I love that. I, I love that. So here's one of the things. So you, you guys will see me putting, when I say Larissa has more shenanigans than I do, she brought tons of books and, and lots of little sayings. And so we're going to uh, uh, share these with you. So one of the ones that you shared with me when you said you were a happiness coach, you said, happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new success. Health is the new wealth. And kindness is the new cool. Yes. I love that. Tell, tell us some more about that. You know, even big corporations now came to the conclusion that making their employees happy and customers happy is the priority. Yes, yes, yes. This concept of partner experience, customer experience, yes, 100%. So, so uh, happiness is the most important thing in our life. What we do is actually ultimate goal is to be happy. 100%. And, and sometimes people make the mistake mm-hmm. of thinking that money means happiness, right? That that's mm-hmm. their definition of success. I love Deepak's definition mm-hmm. of success. He defines happiness as the progressive attainment of happiness. No, he defines success as the pro- progressive attainment of happiness and worthy goals, something to that effect, right? So you, you, you're striving to be your best, right? You're, you're striving to... Bring so joy into the lives of others. Connection. Yes, please. Um, my professional interest is in languages, uh-huh. different cultures. Yes. And uh, education. In education, I aspire to positive psychology. Love positive. That, that this show is based on positive and, psychology. Yes. yes. And as a linguist, I understand the power of the word because the words have power. Yes, that, that was our, we decided to make that our yes, screenshot and today, very good. right? Mm-hmm. And I love that. So mm-hmm. words have power. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. But it's really more than just words have power. When we, when we think about your, yes, and I don't want to interrupt you. Did you want to yes, share some more? Yes, connection between thoughts we think, the words we say, and the results in life we have. Say that one more time. Yes, yes, yes. and yes. The thoughts we have, the words we use, and the life we have. There is connection and scientifically proven. Scientifically proven. That's why we have you here. Mm -hmm. Triple major focused on positive psychology, linguistics, Mm -hmm. this concept of of, uh, training adults, education for adults. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And most of these books, the reason my book is, my book is really an anthology for success, an anthology for happiness. And the word anthology is a collection of, of writings. And so I've read like a thousand books and I've kind of narrowed it down to mm-hmm. my top 100 that I've read numerous times. And then there's about 40. And you've brought a few more into my life, Larissa, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm in the narrowing range. So I, I got to push some out. But but you've brought this concept of 
thoughts become things. Words have power. That's what all these other books have in common. So my book is an anthology in that it's connecting like 30 or 40 of the top books that have been around that, that reference, you know, wisdom of the ages for thousands of years. These are things we know. But then I'm combining those words with people's life mm-hmm. stories. Yes. So I collected life stories from immigrants. Mm, tell me more. And who are more resilient than mm-hmm. immigrants who settled down and gave better life to their children, found their way to do things in a new world, and are still joyful and resourceful. So I found out that to be resilient, you need to be joyful and to enjoy every moment or whatever you have. I I love that. So I just put up one of the things you gave Mm -hmm. me for Mike to show to the audience, Um, this definition of resilience right can you can you talk a little bit about resilience and why it's so important uh, again uh, I came it from scientific approach yes my academic um, my um, uh, PhD P- yes uh, doctoral research was mm-hmm. about the relationship between the ability to learn in self-directed learning mm-hmm. and the ability to adapt in cross-cultural adaptability. And there is commonality, and resilience is number one. Resilience, is basically what you said, the number one, one trait, trait in people being more adaptive, adaptive and more successful. successful. in learning anything new. Okay, let's just pause. Mm-hmm. This is why you're here, yes. because we've talked about thoughts become things. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the importance of these principles around yes. um uh, the secret, right? The law of attraction. But now we're we're getting deeper into the how. How do we help people to make these things come true in their lives? And we've had people say it's about affirmations. It's about saying these things that you want to become true and visualizing these things. Tell us more about this concept of yes. resilience. Yes. And, and I love these three rocks. Mm-hmm. Mike, can you show that real quick? This is a, a document that, that Larissa shared, and it's basically... The resilience, it's never to give up. Believing it's in yourself. Believing that things somehow uh, will be better. I love it. It's uh, having faith and hope and keeping going. I, can I touch you? Because <laughs> I really, mm-hmm. there's, there's so much that we can talk about. I just want to pause real quick mm-hmm. on this concept of resilience. Because basically what we're saying is, it sounds kind of foo-foo to say, yay, everyone can be happy. You know, thoughts become things. You know, I I hold up Deepak's book all the time. You know, he talks about these spiritual laws of success. But basically, you're saying scientifically it's proven that the the concept of resilience, this is what it means. It simply means, so the reason we're saying believe in yourself. Yes. It's hopeful, faithful, and joyful. Mm. And joy is then the basis of happiness. So you cannot be all the time happy. It's all right to be sometimes sad or thoughtful or contemplative. It does not mean that you need to be fake happy. Uh, yeah, fake happy or exuberant happy all the time. But to enjoy moments, to enjoy every day, it's essential. Mike, I, I'm going to ask you, if you can, to zoom in on Larissa. She's gorgeous. She has these beautiful blue eyes. I have to hold your hand real quick because we actually went to Florida together. We went to Florida together. And let me just talk really quick about mm-hmm. yes and this concept mm-hmm. of resilience. And this is after I left Microsoft. 
And again, happiest day of my life. Not that Microsoft is not an amazing company, but I was not living out my true purpose in life. And I met Larissa when I was on this journey around, again, the, the show and part of the work I do is I'm president of the National Black MBA Association, the Seattle chapter. And we have this mentoring program called Leaders of Tomorrow. And it's around this concept of self-directed learning, right? We want the youth, you know, diverse youth and their families to be more successful. And what I'm saying is, and what we know, is that in order for them to be successful, they have to be resilient, right, beyond where they are to believe in themselves. All of these things you said. So what did you say to me back in December? You said, oh, by the way, there's this conference yes. that we went to. Can I'm you so please? In February. Right? Yes. Can you, can you tell, share the name yes. of the institute? It's um, International Institute of Self-Directed Learning. And it, it will be 20 years since its inception. And I'm now a member, and, and, and you were part of the we originating group. Yeah. Yes. And so Larissa and I are writing a research paper now on this concept of resilience. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's huge, right? Believing in yourself, never quitting, mm -hmm. being courageous, being strong. Like, this is what it takes. This is why this work is so important. And so what I love about you is mm -hmm. when we met, it was in December. I'm going to talk a little bit about my miracles and my resilience. Every day since my last, actually, my, my meeting with the Microsoft team, I, I had been doing some work around diversity and inclusion, around adaptive leadership. Mm -hmm. And the team was absolutely amazing. But I like to consider, I like to tell my story as I was a, a fluorescent yellow on a team of amazing pastels. A fluorescent yellow with hot pink neon polka dots mm -hmm. on a team of pastels, which meant that there, there, was, a, there was an opportunity to leverage some adaptive leadership in order to truly recognize success that's being presented in a different way, mm -hmm. meeting the goal, exceeding the goal, right? So there was some work I was doing in that space. That wasn't what I was hired to do, but I felt 100% motivated that, that in order for me to be successful and those other diverse individuals that we were bringing into the company to be successful, that was work that needed to happen. Mm -hmm. And I actually submitted a, an accommodations request to say, can we change in this way? And lovingly kind, wonderful people from the top of even the diversity organization said, I'm sure there are people that can do this work, this diversity work, this, this adaptive leadership work, but we're not there yet. And, I, and I'm grateful that, they, that that's what they said, but it was a little bit of a shocker to me and a little bit of a, for seconds, but by the end of the meeting, literally within 30 minutes, I was hugging the lady in HR saying, thank you. Like now I get to go off and do the work. So you I'm, know, that I'm, was Jesus. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's no way that I could be in a meeting mm -hmm. thinking that I'm moving this project or this process mm -hmm. forward, right? Feeling like I'm going to change things. I'm going to change the status quo for generations to come. Like, this is the right work. And getting confirmation from leadership that it was the right work. They just weren't ready for it, right? Mm -hmm. And so how grateful for me. So you were part of my resilience. You were part of my my blessing, my miracle, because I met you through some other referral and someone said, there's another lady doing diversity work, and it's hard work. It's lonely work, is what they said, right? You left me a message, I remember, saying, it's hard work. You know, I'd love to partner with you. And, and from that moment on, we were, we were, we were, we've been discovering and learning things about ourselves. But when you told me about that conference, you told me in December, it was in February. God gave me confirmation after confirmation that I should go. Who knew that you had me going to Cocoa Beach, Florida, my hometown, I'm, in, I'm from Florida, so it was an hour and a half from my hometown. 
We were we were in Florida in February when the rest of Seattle was being snowed in, <laughs> right? Do you remember how many inches of snow did you guys get, Mike? It was feet and days. People were snowed in, and we <laughs> were in Florida. To me, that's divine intervention. Would you agree? I mean, for me, that was another confirmation. So I just want to say thank you for for, for being part of my journey and part of my confirmation. All right, and thank you for bringing me here and. Um I hope I can share another tool, which Please. is very important. Yes. And it is words and language we use. Tell me more. As a, a linguist, I understand that the story we tell and which language we use can actually make a reality for you mm-hmm. and how people will, will perceive you. Yes. And uh, the Bible said first was the word. Mm. So an actually word is a code that can break through reality. You can perceive the same thing in different ways, depending on which words, how you describe it. Uh, yes, yes, and yes. Yes. So can it, I read some uh, exp- I would. Um, I would love for you to. About the words. So why are you going to read about words? I'm going to have Mike show. No, actually, go ahead. I don't yes. want to break your flow. Please. Yes. So, uh, for example, one of them, take care of your thoughts when you're alone. Take care of your words when you talk to other people. Take care of your thoughts. Let's, let's pause on alone. that one then. Let's, yes. let's hold on because mm-hmm. that's some good stuff. Yes. Take care of your thoughts when you're alone. So basically mm-hmm. you're talking about the psychology of talking to yourself, exactly. words that you use for yourself. For example, mm-hmm. right? My separation from Microsoft was the happiest day of my life because I knew that there was work that I needed to do. I had started this uh, the prior radio show for two years. So probably it's because you say it's the happiest day. Yes, yes. This it is what happens. Been. Exactly. But when you say, oh, I lost a job, who am I? Right? <laughs> exactly. It could have been a different then experience. Then it would be a different experience. But I have been praying about this for mm-hmm. three years, basically. And it's hard to yeah. let go of a job yeah. where there's a check hitting your account, right? <laughs> Every yeah. two weeks, That's that's yeah. there's some comfort there. But I've been praying, God, make it clear. Make it plain what you would have me to do. And I've been, he's been telling me some things and I wasn't listening. um, But I chose to believe what he had been telling me, right? I didn't choose the, like you said, I want you to read that quote again. It wasn't what I saw. It was what I knew. It was the peace. How you defined it will define your reality. 100%. And Oprah talks Mm -hmm. a lot about that in this book. Again, I love this book. If you haven't gotten it yet, it's Oprah's newest book called The Path Made Clear, um, Discovering Your Life's Direction and Purpose. It's a beautiful book. This is a hard copy version, but it's like very lightweight. It's absolutely gorgeous. And she talks about hearing, like the knowing, the truth is within. Like you know what your purpose is. You know, right? When you're talking to yourself in a positive way, you feel uplifted and happy, right? When you're talking to yourself, when your thoughts are negative, you have a few seconds to just immediately change them. Thoughts become things. Words can change your mind. Happiness is, words can literally change your Your mind and really rewires your brain. 100% correct. So, Mike, I'm going to have you show this, um, if you can. One of the things you said also, we're going to come back to words, but just in in the sequence of time, is there something there for you to show? Okay, so so we're going to have you show... Have you talk a little bit more about um, the word? I'll have you finish. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then we'll have every word we know makes a difference because every word is an idea. And Robert Greenman said it. 
I love it. Now, I'm going to have you talk a little bit about here. This was a book that you brought. It's called Words That Change Minds, Mastering the Language of Influence. Can you tell us a little bit about this page that you had earmarked about, you know, the decision between, you know, deciding if something's choices that we make. This is yes. the how people. Mm-hmm. How do you leverage positive thinking? Yes. It was to say, how are you, Tracy? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am great. Or I could have said, well, I'm okay. What's I didn't up? die today. Oh, what's up? <laughs> My dad used to say, I mean, he was he was basically insane um, <laughs> from a positive perspective. He would carry around these little mustard seeds, which I love, and he'd hand them out to people randomly in the, you know, as he encountered them. And he would say, like, you know, they'd be in a little um, small little plastic bag, and he'd say, you know, something about faith the size of a mustard seed is all you need to change, you know, your life. I actually and it like changed. it. I have a pendant. Do you? Yes, I think it's adorable. But, but, you know, he'd say he was dying of cancer, and I would walk in and see him and say, Dad, how are you doing? If I was any better, I couldn't stand myself. That is what his response to me would be. My mother is very positive as well. Like, she was the type who, you know, if you met someone who she had a bad, you know, knee injury, she'd say, you know, she'd talk about someone who didn't have a foot, you know, whatever. It's like these people choose positive. And I think it's part of my DNA, basically, is that I I am a happiness coach as well, right? That's kind of what I do simply because. Your message is positive, right? Simply because my brain is wired in that way. I don't, I have a bad memory for negative things. Like so, bad things happen and I have people around me that right. can remind me mm-hmm. of things if needed. But I literally, thank God, I have mm-hmm. a default for positive things. So if, if anyone needs a positive happiness coach, right, mm-hmm. uh, that's w- part of the work we yes. do. What I would like to add, something yes, positive, that it can be trained. It's not that people, some people are born this way. Yes. That's why we can learn how to be aware of our thoughts and to catch them. And stop and then put them into a positive way. Tell us more. And uh, one way is to be grateful. When we say, oh, thank you. that uh, Like mom, I have good yeah, knees. I have a good uh, knee. Exactly. Yeah. I have two feet even yes, though my exactly. knees are bad, right? Exactly. Yes. My dad, he's dying of cancer. But you know what? Yeah. My family, my mm-hmm. loving family is around me. I couldn't be yeah. any more grateful. Well, for parents who are angry at their children, they say, thank goodness I have children. Right. It's so right. good. To right. Be, I, I love that. Family. I love that. One of the other things, mm-hmm. he has your, your, your smile mm-hmm. photo up. Can you bring that up real quick? So you said that's another psychology, yes, another tool. It's another tool. Tell us more and about you that. you know, it's interesting that in the United States, I have um, always this um, habit of smiling. Yes. Right? I do it naturally. Yes. But in, all, in, in other com- countries, smile is not an attribute of everyday walking. Mm. That's why sometimes Russian people or Europeans are perceived as rude or not friendly because people, strangers, do not smile to each other. That's very interesting. Yes. And I actually, I'm, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Mike, if you can come back to the two shot here because mm-hmm. I wanted to, to yes. make sure I... I, I um... But American culture, when they smile and they, when they shake your hands yes. and, and they smile at you uh, at the store... It actually helps them to create endorphins. good endorphins Absolutely. in the brain. It's the face, the body sends signals that everything is all right. There is no fear, no danger. It helps them to relax and be joyful at the moment. 
it helps the person they talk to also to be more relaxed and be happy. I love that. Yeah, so, so smile is a really powerful tool, tool, and it does not cost anything. It does not take anything. And and you can right, shift your yes. you can shift your mindset with yes. a smile. Right. If someone says, first of all, it's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go back to things. Mm-hmm. I, I said I was going to introduce you in phases and waves. We were yes, going to kind of yes. start in with your credentials. You're just amazing. You're a Ph.D., triple major. But I also wanted to share that you're from, you were born in Berlin and raised in Ukraine. Ukraine but my father was Russian. He and was a Russian interpreter. So I have been within different cultures, languages, travel maybe within three years. We traveled six times. Right, right. So uh, I will... Uh, had been on the going right. all my life, and I like, and it is a way of life, and I had to adjust to the new situation every time. Be resilient and appreciate change. Mm. Yes, and to learn things. I love so that. So that's why I consider myself sort of experience, experienced in I, this I love, area, and yes. I would like to share this experience with others. So we're going to also show you a yes. close-up in a second and on this book. another tool, excellent, understanding or knowledge that happiness is a choice. So I'm, I'm going to put this up real mm-hmm. quick for, for you all, but basically um, tell us a little bit about happiness is a choice, how we can make happiness mm-hmm. the priority. Yes, we can have an oath. Whatever happens, I will be joyful, I will be grateful. And even enemies are given as lessons, as teachers. What, what was the word you said? Enemies, enemies. If adversities, oh, and yes, enemies. yes, yes, yes. Oh, enemies, yes. Enemies. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I love your accent. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch that. I'm sorry. Enemies. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, there, there's something yeah. you gave to me. You gave me more shenanigans than I actually have. But which book is it in? Mm-hmm. I think it's in this one. Thank you very much. Take a quick look at the book um, Happiness is a Choice. Mm-hmm. Take a look there. You gave me. Here it is. Here's one of the books that you gave me, and I love it. It was called Instant Happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yes. And so here, you, you also shared this one with me. It was Iyanla Van Zant. One day my soul just opened up. Um, but in Instant Happy, mm-hmm. I love this quote. Um, it was, view your mentor, view your tormentors mm-hmm. as mentors. <laughs> Ask yourself, what? Is this person meant to teach me? Mm-hmm. It goes on to say every person in our lives has a lesson to teach us. Mm-hmm. Some lessons include how to be stronger, how to be more communicative, when to trust your intuition, how to be more self-loving, when to let go, and why you want to be nothing like that person who you may be encountering. So if someone is a tormentor, Basically, we're saying view them as a mentor. Smile when something bad happens and just think to yourself, what is this person meant to teach me? I really don't want to be like this person. Right? You can, right, you can change that situation. And, boy, you're going to really uh, disturb some individuals <laughs> when you, you do can, that, right? You can write them a thank you letter. Ooh, tell me more. This is the therapeutic oh, yes, side of it. Right? So something happens to you. We're not saying don't pretend like it didn't happen. And then We're some, saying shift your paradigm. But it also shifts something in the person. And tell the, me the more. perception is ch- changing. So and the people can become friends or appreciate who they are. I love that, people. I, I don't know. I'm, I actually think I'm going to do that. I actually have been thinking about it. Mm-hmm. She said write them a letter. So if someone has 
tormented you in some way. Maybe they didn't know they were tormented. <laughs> Perhaps they didn't know they were tormenting you. Write them a letter of appreciation. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the journey mm-hmm. because I am now better on the other side. I actually think I'm going to do that. I'm going to write a letter to some um, individuals just recent part, as a part of my recent journey yes, and, and then, thank them yeah. truly for the for the journey. And, and you and I actually had an interesting, um, um, I'd say, part of our journey, right? Um, I would also yes, please. Um, underline the importance of writing longhand. Oh, as opposed as, to typing. As opposed to typing. Okay, so then let me slow down then. I don't want to move past so this great... There is great connection between our hand and vision and brain. And that's why art is also can be healing and mm. so powerful. And I, and I know you, you're an artist. That's, that's part of what you do. So let, let, me, mm-hmm. let me see. I think there's another document that you said. So the words can change your brain. I'm going to put this one up as well. There's another one of the books. Words can change your brain. So by writing out this forgiveness, writing out this thank you. Mike, we're going to swap oh, this out. For ourselves to write your goals when you, we write our plans. When we write who we are, it is all healing and it gives imprint in our brain. I love it. So mm-hmm. words can change your brain. So now we're being even more therapeutic about not just using affirmations and saying what you want. We're saying the concept of resilience, one strategy, one tool, I love this, is to write it out. Like write a letter to your tormentor as a mentor and thank them. Ask yourself, what did that part of your journey, what did it teach you? All right, to yourself. Some reminders. It can be Ooh. on the rocks. It can be on on beautiful piece of paper. It well, I'm can loving be this. Buying, like what you have, uh, good affirmations that already made. I love this. So you're basically saying write a letter to someone else someone, or, or to, to yourself. yourself. The last show, maybe a couple of shows ago, mm-hmm. there was someone, actually, I don't know, I think she, she mm-hmm. had a... Um, a number of things to share about the journey that we're on. And one of the things she shared, this is a lady who was on OA and AA. She, she actually had some addictive behaviors and she was not in a good place in her journey. And I asked her, so tell me, like when you were in a good place, you've been on this journey for like 30 years up and down. So when you were in a good place, I asked her what worked best. And she said she wrote a letter to God and, and, and shared where she was her, her inability to change where she was and ask for help. She said she filed the letter away. She would kind of go into a meditative state, meditate, be silent, walk in nature. And then she would write his response back to her. And she said it was always so loving and so kind. And you know, like we have the answers inside, right? So I love that. So that's a challenge for anyone who has anything where there's a, a journey that you're on, any challenges that you're having, you know the answer. Like, we have the answers within us. Yeah, you answered it perfectly. The words should be also kind. Not only for others, but to yourself, too. I love it. And the words are so important. Should Mike, we're going to show this book. It's called... Mm-hmm. And um, uh, kind, soft words, kind words, even have more power than harsh words. Right. So, again, I have 50 books in front of me right now, but this last one. (laughs) So words actually can change your mind. It can change your words, change things. And, again, these are 
principles from every book that I've ever read that talks about success. Again, my my book is an anthology on success. I'm pulling in all these these great writings as well as life experiences around life and success. Mike, can I can I give you another book? Yeah, Einstein said that genius is uh, only like one percent of genes, but then it is love, love of parents, love of environment. That's what makes a person a genius. So let's talk more about these kind words that you just mentioned. So it's not any words. You no, can't, it's so, an encouragement. What was that quote that you said about your thoughts? Um, be kind with the thoughts that you say to yourself and then to, to others. Can you read that quote one more time? Do you have it handy? Uh, probably. So, so just, just this concept of, the, the, yes. so, so basically talk to yourself and mm-hmm. catch yourself. So oh, catch yeah. yourself. Don't worry about yeah. it. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. The concept of catch yourself. When you're speaking to yourself in, in a way that's not loving and kind. Yes. Also find something good about yourself. Mm. Yeah. Or think what would other people talk about yes. yourself. Yes. Yes. I think always usually somehow we are more critical of ourselves than others. I can't believe that you actually have more books on happiness mm. than I do. I'm loving this. Maybe because I really haven't had to work at it, to be perfectly honest, which I'm really glad you're here to help because I'm going to pull these principles into the book. When things come naturally to you, you, you know, you, you're helping me and reminding me about this is content that I will incorporate into the book. But happiness is a choice. Mike, I'm going to put this one up there for everyone. But this book is by Barry Neal Kaufman. Um, it says not only is it a wise book, but it's a revealing book. Right. And it says um, Kaufman is a therapist, an author, a motivational speaker and founder of the Option Institute. And he's saying that they've they've researched, we know this, this is all positive psychology research, but research has observed that despite disappointments, illnesses, and physical and emotional problems, people who are successful in finding happiness share certain traits. That's all we're talking about here. That's this show is about these certain traits. In the happiness choice, he's basically saying that happiness is a choice. You can use words to change your life. So basically just what you're saying, Quickly, easily, without any pain. He gives you shortcuts to happiness, how to make happiness a priority. So basically, you wake up every day. You have some, some um, that, what is that anthology? You have a, um, not anthology, you have a. We had a, like an uh, oath. Oh, yeah, oath. Yes, you have yeah, an to oath. To be happy regardless of anything. Yes, I'm like. going to find your oath, mm-hmm. one of your thousand things. Here, here's, here's your, can you mm-hmm. share this oath uh, while I have Mike pull this up? But I'm going to keep reading. This is your oath. One of the oaths that basically um, Larissa is going to share, but basically it goes back to the research. You can make happiness a priority. Accept your personal authenticity and the freedom to be yourself. That was really my journey at Microsoft. And again, amazing company, absolutely amazing. But really my struggle was in, you know, knowing my value and wanting to be my authentic self. And so he's basically saying you're not happy. You're not going to be truly happy if you're pretending to be someone else. Right. If you're not free to be yourself. So he's basically saying that. Yes, ma'am. Yes. uh, uh, Research shows that before you are successful, you need to be happy with with what you are doing. Oh, you mean this concept of gratitude? So be be happy happy with where you are and what what you're you're doing. doing. Yes. Tell us more. Gratitude. How important is gratitude? That's why you left your previous job because you were not happy. I was not. And the money is not the only And I was making about $200,000, people. So please know that I am now. (laughs) This show does not pay my bills, right? This show is is an expense for me. But I'm living my dream. Like, I am doing the work that I love to do. I'm doing what I was meant to do. It is an expense. And this is actually my ministry, right? If you listen to the song, Bigger Than Me, Mm -hmm. 
this is actually my ministry. I wasn't able in my first book, Our Journey, Our Dreams, it's very pragmatic. It's lots of research-based principles um, on success, right? And in Bigger Than Me, I actually get to talk about me, right? Like talk about my journey and the miracles and the people, the amazing experiences that have just come my way that there's no way. This could this was by accident. Like every day, like no lie. You and I were on the beach in Florida, literally, learning about how to help youth be their best in a, in a, in a conference called the International Institute of Self-Directed Learning. We're now writing research papers around resilience and how people can be their best despite their current circumstances. We had tons of people and that, that we, I mean, I was there for a month talking to people in Orlando, et cetera, so, about the work is happening. Yeah, can I, uh, Please, something? I would love for it, you it, to. Um, I am trained uh, a teacher as English as a second language. Yes, ma'am. And I continue doing it also now voluntarily. Yes. Or as a, a coach, uh, ESL and culture coach. I add happiness and I love uh, mindfulness in choosing words we use. I love so it. it's not just using grammar and and you know the language. Yes. What language you choose to achieve your goals? How to be polite but still effective? Not to complain, but to ask what you want. You realize you, everything you're saying is like I need you to slow down because it's all good. Say 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 the last thing one more time. I'm teaching. No, no, the, no, no, the, 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 the principles of choosing. Principles of using and choosing the language. Choosing. Choosing the language mindfully. Mindfully. Right. Happiness is a choice. Mike, what's mm-hmm. the book? Can you show a close-up on that but book? But also how, what language you use. And it's not enough to tell the truth. The truth should be said in, in love or with love. Okay, thank you, Mike, so much. Happiness is a choice. Mm-hmm. And in our last show, we had some people on, and they were talking about, you know, truth, transparency, and transformations. And to your point, you really can't transform to be your happiest, best self unless you're being truthful, right? A lot of people put on pretense. I mean, you look at Facebook, and people are showing the best side, but they go home, and they're like, man, this is a problem on so many levels, right? They're really not happy. Right. And so at some point, like, let's take yeah. down the, the pretense yeah. here and really, you know, try to be our happy as self and make the people around us happy invest in others uh, my ministry is also in the talk time in, mm. for english learners i love it with overlake christian church mm-hmm. and we also created a class which is learning english for enjoyment mm, i love it i love it so uh, people donate their time their yes. energy to help people to achieve their dreams. Yes, I love it. So th- this is one of the things you just talked about mm-hmm. um, from this book, Instant Happy. We'll show the close-up of this book in a minute. I love this book, so thank you so much yeah. for bringing it to my attention. Mm-hmm. It said, much of the pain in life comes from having a life plan that you've fallen in love with but doesn't work out. Having, a, having to find a new plan kind of hurts. But then the sunshiny side is the trick is not to become too attached to any particular plan. And to remember that there's always a better and even happier life plan that's out there. But you have to believe, right? You have to believe that there is a better plan out there, that, that life really is going to work out. Back to the secret, right? You believe. Back to Deepak's Seven Laws of Spiritual Success. Back to all these other books, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I love this one. He talks very much about being proactive. 
And he also talks about um, uh, starting with the end in mind. I think people take these words very literally, but but I actually recently went back and re This is one of my top 100, by the top 40, actually, um, top 10, actually. Um, so, again, of the 1,000 books I've read, I've kind of categorized them into the top 100, the top 40. This definitely falls into the top 10. With Deepak's book, I'm, again, I'm, I, my, my book is, is the hard work is the the, the the strategizing on the top ones, but I'm referencing easily a hundred different books. But I, it's, uh, so, so, so yeah, on this concept that, that he pulls out for being, when he says be proactive and start with the end in mind, he's not just saying be proactive. He actually talks about the word. He says, be proactive with your words. Choose words that will align with the goals that you want to accomplish. And, and vision. Yes, attitude. Absolutely. You start with your attitude is number one. Absolutely. So when you decide to do something, do. I love right? it. I love it. And My attitude is shown in the words you use. Yes. You can say, I will try, or you can say, I will do it. I will do it. Well, I am doing it right now. There is no trying. There's only no. doing. And actually, I think it was this book as well where he talks about, it could be, yeah, I'm trying to think, was it this book or the one I was reading, uh, listening to prior? But one of the things he talks about in this book is, mm-hmm. to your point, investing in the emotional bank account for yourself and others, mm-hmm. right? So knowing when you're bringing joy to yourself by the words that you choose, but also when you're bringing joy to others. Words have a powerful instrument in uh, changing the emotions. Completely. They create emotions. I love it. Instant happy. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to show a close-up on it. Um, um, complaining is draining is what it says. Commit to talking about the problem only 20% of the time. 80% of your conversation should be around the solutions. So can I add also Please. about the power of the word and why it is important to read books? Yes, please. Uh, because they bring vocabulary, mm. new ideas, enlarge our horizons. And um, people with limited vocabulary will have limited goals. Can, yes, yes. So you need to know and to see beyond the boundaries to have bigger goals. I love it. I love it. Yes, keep talking. I, I was going in- yeah, so to add on. Your words impact your success or create your success. Create. I think yes. that's even more important. Mm-hmm. It creates yes. your success. Like all these books, and again, I call this shenanigans in a really, really right. good way. This is another book that you brought, and I was like, geez, I thought I had a lot of books, but you have just, you have completely blown me away today. I think this might be our new little strategy here with all these these little inserts, but this is pretty cool, Larissa, and thank you. you you'll definitely be back, but I just kind of wanted to mm-hmm. give people, I love this book. It's called Focused. Mm-hmm. Can you open where I, it I is? I will. There is an yes. insert. Keeping says, your life on track. Mm-hmm. And One who you are. choice at a time. Mm-hmm. This was from a world champion and Olympic medalist, Noel Picus Pace. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to have you read the, yes. the, the um, like page one, that you shared. It was so one, beautiful. Uh, a poem which says that we are with the language we use and the books we read and the experience we had and travels, uh, countries we traveled and people we love. It's not the color of our skin or the size of our body, or the age. <laughs> no, none this, of those. No. I, I grew up with my mom saying age is just a number. So for, for, for yeah. about 
20 years. I thought she was 45 still. Um, so age really is just mm-hmm. a number. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of put a lot of weight on mm-hmm. um, things like that, but it's really about your mentality, yeah. your your attitude. Yes. Would you like to read that uh, that little? Yes. Um, I think that's one of your favorite you poems. Not, yes. You are not your age, nor the size of clothes you wear. You are not a weight or the color of your hair. You are not your name or the dimples on your cheeks. You are all the books you read and all the words you speak. You are uh, a croaky morning voice and the smiles you try to hide. You are sweetness in your laughter and every tear you cried and so on. I love so, it. So I read somewhere the uh, famous said, uh, speak so I can see your soul. Mm. Because it really, your words create who you are. I love it. I love it. This this book, again, we, we could come back and do a whole book on Miss Ayan Lavanza. As a matter of fact, we will. Yeah. But this is one of the books that you brought. It's called One Day My Soul Just Opened Up by Ayanla. Mm-hmm. And it has a number of different um, principles. One of them is honor yourself with freedom, right? And, and, and I could think about this concept of freedom in a number of different ways. But when you're free to truly be yourself, I mean, most of these books talk about a path to freedom, right? You know, I think these highly effective people, yes, he basically yes. is talking about, how, you know, how to yes. be free, how to be happy, mm-hmm. right? Yes, ma'am. Yes. In the research that I did, yes. uh, I found this commonality between the ability to learn and ability to adapt. Yes. After resilience, uh, the principle number two. Yes. Or trend or I would say characteristics. Yes. Yeah, it's to know yourself. So to know yourself, you really need to know what makes you free, what makes you happy, what makes you healthy. Yes, ma'am. I love it. I I love it. That's a key. What makes who you are or to preserve your core, then some unnecessary things you can shed, but still preserving who you are and what makes you happy. You're so wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you and I have connected since our trip in February, right? We haven't really, we had a few little little connections, but I knew that you were wonderful and positive and amazing just from our travels and just from our conversations. But I had no idea how directly connected everything you're saying is, is, is content that we've been talking about on the show that I'm writing about in the book. Again, this show is just, uh, you know, I'm trying to bring a visualization to the book because I think a lot of people may read or may not read, but I want this to be, I want the, this conversation around being our best and, and using the psycho- positive psychology to be mainstream. So I want this information to be free. I'm pouring my entire life's work into how do we help youth and families and individuals, no matter where you are in life, to be your best. And you and you just said you it. You know, I now help seniors. You do. I work now as activity director in the... Uh, senior living. I love it. And, and you, so and it doesn't they're happy. matter. Right? Your age. I it doesn't matter. To, yes, and art is one of the tools. Let's talk a little bit more about art. So, um, Mike, I know we're, we're, getting, we're coming really, really close on time. I do want to play the, the, the Black MBA uh, commercial. I don't know if you have that handy or not, our normal commercial. He may be able to find it for us. If he is, he's, gonna, he's actually going to pull it up for us. But I want you to talk a little bit about, we talked about writing as one of the key principles. Yes. Doing As we, art. Doing art. Art. Also dance, movements, movements. It's and you are a great important. dancer, by the way. I watched I like you in that. a reggae, a reggae like club, that. out dance, a, a straight on, full-fledged 
Rastafarian with <laughs> dreadlocks and everything. You were rocking it. So you you definitely are in touch with your own. Yes, dance is um, movement is part of our design. So movements is life. I love it. So so what we're going to do, this is how I like to transition the show. Can you believe 50 minutes have already passed? Mm-hmm. Insane. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a two-minute commercial mm-hmm. because this this show is, is being sponsored by the National Black NBA Association, mm-hmm. Seattle chapter, because I'm president, and I, and I think it's super important, right, that we am personally funding this, this endeavor, but I'm doing it because it's important for us to make sure youth understand their ability to be their best. I wish someone had come to my high school and told me half of the things we know now about how to be successful and how to be your best and how to be happy and how to be great. That's the word. That's the message we're sharing. So we have a program called Building Leaders of Tomorrow through Community Leadership Today. So if you could play that commercial real quick and um, we'll come right back. in terms of speaking in front of people and being more confident in my speech. LOT taught me how to be confident. LOT taught me how to manage my work inside of school, outside of school. LOT taught me how to be a leader. It's a blessing upon my life, my brother's lives, my mom's life, and it's, it's led us to a better place in our life. It encouraged Chase to want to be actively participating in LOT. I, I really love the case part in LOT. Um, this is my third year. My first year, I was an alternate. My second year, last year, when I presented, it, it, it really helped. It was really fun because we got to travel outside of the state. You'll build some great connections, also do some leadership roles. We got to meet new people. We got to learn how to talk and present in front of a lot of people. I want to go to LOT so I can go to a great college. I'd like to see what LOT can do with me. LOT is more than an organization. It actually became my family and a part of it. I know for a fact that all of my students would be up at least two to three reading levels by the end of the school year if they took the course. I've definitely seen a difference in DeAsia as far as school goes. I think it would be of value to any parent to uh, sit through the videos. They didn't take very long. The book isn't a huge book. It's not like 500 pages. Um, so I think any parent would uh, glean something from. That's a full of responses. The Homeschool Connection appears to be a program that can be effective as a parent orientation in any educational setting. Thank you. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Thank you so much, Mike, for playing that. So we, we were just talking about how important it is for us as a community to continue to do this work. I have no problem at all getting people to come to this show when they understand what we're trying to do. Matter of fact, I have a line. I have a, I have a bookings for months. Like I'm sliding people in as new things happen. I'm, I'm kind of being very flexible. So I'm producing the show and the host. But part of what I love about this is we're doing this work for kids. We're doing this work for families. We're doing this work for you. This is for you. This is for every person listening to my voice. Right. There's three books that are now in the making. When I say the writing is f- so fluid, book number one is called Our Journey, Our Dreams, The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. And that's all about 
sharing our life's journey, right? We're taking an anthology of success from tons of amazing books, from thousands of years of known success strategies. We're bringing that in with, with interviews of great people. That's what book one is about, our journey, our dreams, the art and the science of being aware and getting there. I did that radio show for two years, and then I started this one called Bigger Than Me. And Bigger Than Me says, you know what, once you're focused on, I guess it's kind of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that concept of self-actualization, that's kind of where we are. Most of us have our basic needs met, most of us, right? And we're trying to be the best that we can be. So my, part of my purpose in life is to help people be their best. And so Bigger Than Me, this show was started, and the book is like 40 50% done, um, because I like these stories. I got, I got a, several more people that I'm bringing in to, 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 to add to the research that we've already done. Like we know what it takes to be successful. Now it's about a bigger than me is saying, how do you improve relationships, right? Things like next show, we're going to talk about communication. Um, some of the, some of the personal relationship elements from the seven hab- habits of highly effective people. Also, we're going to bring in some of the topics from this concept of nonviolent communication There's also relationship tips in Deepak's book, The Seven Laws of Spiritual Success, if you apply them in that way. And so that's what we're going to talk about next week, continuing on this journey. Um, And the third book that I'm writing is actually called How to Become Visible. It's a little bit more of a um, deeper exploration for those who have needs. If you feel like you haven't been heard, if you're not being seen, right, there's a uh, we'll talk more about that in, in, in other shows, but I actually have so much happening that I want to make sure that the conversations, and it's going to be volume one of each of those books, because there's so much to be said. Volume one of Our Journey and Our Dreams, The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There, volume one of Bigger Than Me, and then volume one of a book called How to Become Visible. And I'm excited to just continue this work. And what we do in the last couple of minutes of the show is something I call Surrender and Soar where we actually take a moment to pause and recap for the listening audience. What are some of those lessons learned? So I had Larissa, Dr. Larissa Chuprina here, and she's a happiness coach. And I I love what you said in the very beginning of the show. We talked about um, happiness and words have power. So as we recap the show and you talk about, you know, this concept of words having power, what would you like to share as the, um, the key success strategies? We have like 30 seconds. The, the key success strategies, you had some tools around words have power. You mentioned uh, writing, be, smiling. Be aware of your mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm. Right? Reframe yes. your story. I love that. Yeah. Choose the words that bring you closer to success. Mm. Say that See one more time. See yourself as a hero instead of a victim. I love it. Choose words. Mm-hmm. Choose words and see yourself as a hero. I love that. Mike, I'm going to swap this out real quick so for mm-hmm. your last shot. Happiness really is a choice. Yes. So happiness mm-hmm. is a choice. So this is what I love about you. This is the quote, the first quote that you mm-hmm. shared with me. We're going to end with this quote. Um, did you want to in- say something else before? Uh, yes. There are also some other tools. Yes, ma'am. Help us. Yes. It's a creative movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, a creative um, writing. expression. Yes. It can be writing. It can be healing art work. Perfect. Yes. And so, Larissa, how can people reach you if they need to reach you? 
I live in Kirkland. Email address? I have an email address, ESL and Culture Coach. ESL for English as a Second Language and Culture Coach. Final words. Gmail.com. At gmail.com. Happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new success. Health is the new wealth. And kindness is the new cool. This is Tracy Harrell with It's Bigger Than Me. We'll see you next week.